May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be pleasing in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. These words we hear every Christmas were written by the prophet Isaiah more than 700 years before Jesus' birth. The great light of which he speaks is freedom from oppression, peace in the face of endless war, exulting joy instead of tedious sorrow, a light which overcomes darkness, life which overcomes death. The sign that points to the truth of these reversals of the human condition, the sign is not the consolidation of political power, a more authoritarian leader, more money for the rich, better war machinery, a wall to keep people out, prisons to keep them in. No. The sign that God's power and presence is with us, that hope is real, that darkness does not win, the sign is the birth of a child. For a child has been born to us, a son given to us, authority rests upon his shoulders. You know the rest of this text, immortalized by Handel in his Messiah. He is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onward and forevermore. Hope comes in the form of an ordinary event, the birth of a child. A child with tremendous potential, as each child is when they come into the world. A child who embodies hope and God's dream for a different kind of authority. An incarnation of God's love and reconciliation. Isaiah spoke into his ancient Judean context, into the very real darkness of his time. His oracle of salvation, his claim that God would act, is acting to establish peace and justice and righteousness forevermore. That may have sounded just as unrealistic to the people of his time as it does to our modern ears. Isaiah was calling for faith in a world where the signs of faith seemed insignificant and naive. We live in a world suspicious of faith. We place our hopes in people and things instead of in the God who created us in love. 
We try to shine our own very bright lights of commerce and ego, money and power. In our attempts to counter the darkness, the loneliness of our lives. But the prophet Isaiah and the writer of Luke's gospel tell us a different story tonight. They call us back to the truth. The truth that God said, let there be light and there was light. The truth that God sends light this very night into the darkness, the very real darkness of our world. The darkness of hurt and pain, fears and illness, those things we carry in our hearts. And the darkness of our common life, systems of inequality, violence, hatred and greed which threaten to overwhelm our humanity. The light has come into the world, and this darkness cannot overcome it. It was probably dark in the stable behind the inn when Mary and Joseph arrived. Perhaps the innkeeper gave them a lantern or a candle to light their long night. His birth, like all births, was filled with pain, expectation, crying, and finally rejoicing as the babe is wrapped, cradled, and rocked by his parents. The shepherds came to see him. The animals warmed him with their breathing. Silent night, holy night, Son of God loves pure light, radiant beams from his holy face. We'll sing those words at the end of this service. The light has come into the world, and the darkness cannot overcome it. What we celebrate at Christmas... Why we fall to our knees in gratitude and wonder is that God is here in this world. Emmanuel, God with us. He's here in the midst of a world filled with darkness. He brings life and light of such power that even the darkness we know and see in the world and in our own lives will not have the final word. The light of Christ breaks into all the dark places, healing them with his love, giving us hope, shining forth God's reality of peace, reconciliation, and love. So tonight, Jesus is not simply the baby represented down there, as splendid, mysterious, and beautiful as this nativity story is. But he is the word of God, the Logos, the incarnate revelation of God's very mind, God's creative and dynamic action, the plan of salvation from before the beginning of time. This is why we can see Jesus in Isaiah's prophecy. 
God speaks all of creation into existence. John's Gospel tells us, in the beginning was the Word. God speaks salvation into existence. God takes on human form in the person of Jesus. God communicates the plan for all creation through Jesus. He is God's word of forgiveness and judgment, healing and light, mercy and grace, joy and love, freedom and resurrection. In him, these truths are not simply spoken, they are realized. Jesus comes to bring, to be this salvation, this reconciliation for all of us. Tonight we hear and see the baby Jesus in the beloved story from Luke. God gives himself to us in this way so that we have a hope of understanding. As a baby, like us, he cries, he laughs, he loves, he suffers, and he dies. In the story, we see a mother who bears all the love and pain of the world in her arms as she holds him, nurtures him, and ultimately watches him die on a cross. We need the nativity story because we understand what it is to be a mother or a father, a shepherd, a lamb, a traveler searching for a guiding light. The power and the mystery of the word, the eternal wisdom outside of time, is just more than we mere mortals can fully comprehend. So he meets us here, as we are, in the baby Jesus. What has come into being in him was life. And the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. Now Mary knew, in her pondering, and the wise men who brought frankincense and myrrh to the newborn king, that there was to be darkness and death in the life of this child, as there is in all our lives. But the good news is that the light which has come into the world through Christ will always shine in the darkness, and the darkness will never overtake it, because we know the rest of the story. We know he has risen from the dead, overcoming death, bringing new life. Our Lord and Savior, born this night, reconciling us to God through his life, his death, and his resurrection. A light for all nations, for all people. A glorious word spoken once and for all. Merry Christmas. <laughs>